like having a younger, debatably more handsome man steal the lead role doing a character's voice that I've been performing for 25 some odd years. So are the games of our lives. It's a me, Mario. And these are the games of our lives. Super Mario and Pokemon and all the games that took us to another place and made us want to keep playing all night. Welcome, everybody, to the Games of Our Lives podcast. My name is Bill, accompanied with Tony, as always, and today we're here to talk about the future games of our lives. This week is going to be a little different than the format has been so far. Also, welcome back. We had a little little hiatus. I moved cross-country, and now we are, we are back at it. I'm in the new studio. Life is good, and... Uh, instead of picking a specific gamer franchise this week, uh, which we will be resuming next week, this week something happened in specifically the Nintendo landscape that may change the course of our lives forever. Tony, did you know how are you feeling about the Nintendo Direct overall? I can't believe it, honestly. It, this is where I'm at with... <laughs> Let me just say this. I've been so disappointed by every Nintendo Direct for the past 10 years, maybe 5 years or so, that when I heard about this one, I heard about it, and then I just forgot that it was going to happen, because I cared so little, and man, this is the time I should have watched it. This is the time I should have watched it. Nintendo really lulled us into like this like false sense of disappointment. I really, I didn't have a lot of expectations going into this one, I was just like, wow, they just okay, I guess they're going to be talking about some Nintendo stuff, sure, maybe we'll get the Smash reveal, but maybe we'll get some more info on Breath of the Wild or something, I don't know. There was not a mention of Breath of the Wild 2, and this is still one of the best Nintendo Directs that has maybe ever been released. Agreed. Completely agreed. Be be our guide on this wonderful, wonderful, very rare occasion that we're about to have, which my hat is literally on my butt because it's been tipped so many times it's fallen and rolled down my back. (laughs) Believe that? This episode's basically a giant tip of the hat to Nintendo and and a wag of the finger to anybody who's trying to stomp on our happiness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is a very rare occurrence right now, what we're witnessing. So everyone, take a deep breath. Get your popcorn ready or whatever you chew on while you listen to this. And uh, to a, an amazingly rare moment in this podcast's history. So the Direct opens up with some DLC for Monster Hunter Rise. I wasn't sure what it was at first, but then I saw a big dragon. It was Rathalos. And I honestly, I thought this was like the Smash reveal. I was like, it's going to be a, a Monster Hunter person for Smash. Here we go. I'm already sad. And... Uh, It ended up being the Monster Hunter Rise DLC, which comes out next summer. I personally haven't played a lot of Monster Hunter. Tony, I don't believe you have either. I played one game. Uh, I'm super pumped for the people who do love Monster Hunter Rise. I know it's a very, very passionate community. And I will say, not for nothing. Now, Monster Hunter, I'm pretty sure, is a Capcom property. Capcom has been knocking it out of the park lately. Like, they're just going ham on the planet right now with their (laughs) games. You think so? I mean, they had Resident Evil, 
8 come out this year. They had the Ace Attorney games come out. They're always working on some sort of, you know, Marvel versus Capcom shenanigans, probably. I don't know. And I'm sure there's games that I'm straight up forgetting, and they're just doing a lot. And it's it shows, and it's very good. Like, Capcom's a good company right now. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird because I'm really just not a fan of any of those games, to tell you the truth. They're all, I understand how popular and how well done they probably are, but they're just not my go-to games, you know, so, but good for them. That's fine. Good for them. Yeah. Nothing but love. Let's get a new Mega Man, maybe. <laughs> Mega Man powered up too. How about that? Has Ooh. anyone, anyone wanted to do that? The Squeakle. <laughs> he's puny, but he's cute. <laughs> After Monster Hunter Rise DLC was announced, the, they already started throwing haymakers from the get. From the get. Because they talked about Mario Party Superstars. They revealed the final two boards. I mean, honestly, this is awesome. From the first game, you got Peach's Birthday Cake in Yoshi's Tropical Island. From the second game, you got Spaceland in Horrorland. From Mario Party 3, you got Woody Woods. And the mini games from the first seven or eight Mario Parties, like a Greatest Hits collection... All in HD. It's the dice block goes back up to ten. There's no ally characters in this game, so we just know for a fact that it's gonna be an incredible Mario Party experience. It sounds great. It sounds really as good as a Mario Party game could get, right? I'm trying to. It's gonna have online play. I'm trying to figure out like Nintendo does this thing. It sticks to what I like to call the 90-10 rule. <laughs> and my friends back home are very familiar with this because I complain about it all the time. But Nintendo, for almost all of their first-party games, they get like 90% of the game literally perfect in like every aspect. But then there's 10% of the game that you're just banging your head against the wall like this is the easiest miss in the world. Like with the first uh, Super Mario Party that came out for the Switch, that 10% was like, how is there not online capabilities like what is happening here um like it's such an easy miss but they i mean they did end up fixing it two years later but whatever but mario party superstars just looks like a a dang near perfect mario party experience as good as it can get i think um well i want to say that even when they made online for mario superstars mario party superstars they're still not matchmaking that's like a kind of like salt in the wound of that 10%. It's like, all right, we'll fix it, we'll fix it. Ah, uh, we'll give you like 5% of that 10% though. Because to me, I don't know, if you could if you could make Mario Golf Super Rush, if you could have that matchmaking, literally have an unlimited time limit of swinging your racket because you're afraid that someone's going to use their power move and just like knock your ball out of there, then there's no way you can't tell me that you're worried about people in matchmaking taking too much time to hit the die block or the dice block like what is what I, that's the only problem i could see happening in my head and i just don't i don't know just put a five second timer on everything and the games would run fluidly and i don't the matchmaking would just take mario party to such a good enjoyable level in mario party is always you know, uh, it's a dice rolling game, you know, and those are games that I always somewhat try to avoid when they're so heavily impactful on the rest of the game, but, you know, there is a lot of skill to it, and there is a lot of, uh, the mini games are the best part, but I would love if they made matchmaking a feature. Is, is there not currently any matchmaking in Super Mario Party right now on the Switch? 
I don't think so. What do they call Mario Party Superstars? <laughs> That's the new one, yeah. Oh, okay. I meant Super Mario Party. Do you mean matchmaking as in, like, just going online and facing off against randoms on yeah. the internet? Yeah, there, there is none of that. Oh, I, I actually don't know... Uh, it, it's been confirmed that all of the mini games are going to have support for online play, so I imagine you're going to be able to just play boards online. Uh, I think they did already confirm that, and they did confirm that you can actually save an online game and come back to it later. Hmm. Yeah, that, I don't know. After this one, like, I I am curious how matchmaking will work. Like, whether you have to just be friends with everybody who wants to play, or you can just team up with randoms. Because I I mean, there's value to both experiences there for sure. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I'd love to play with friends, but yeah, I don't know, something about matchmaking. I mean, whenever you play a game in your house, you're like, uh, before the internet, I mean, now you're talking a remake of a game, or of games that came out when we were still in the very little internet stages of our lives, so you would play mini games and be like, wow, is, you know, that, oh, I can't remember the name for Mario Party 3, it's like the... Uh, you're in the little jet boats. It's like Water World, I think. It's like my favorite mini game. Good that I can't remember the name. <laughs> you know, anything like that. Like any mini game, you're just like, all right, Mecha Marathon. Like, am I the best in the world at this? Like, I'm probably not, but like, I like, want to see how. Where, other where are the play. leaderboards? Yeah, I want to see how good people are at these games. And, you know, they're going to be good. I mean, over the years of getting my butt kicked so many times, I've realized they're probably going to be pretty good. But I still want to compete against those people, you know? And, and when they made Super Mario Party just, like, set a password or play with people on your friends list, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that is that is just so half of what I want, you know? Here's to here's to Nintendo getting this one right. But yeah, yeah. I, I think even if they don't have the leaderboards it's still gonna be a fun experience because guys let's be real it's it's mario party it's mario party it's the classic mario parties and it's some of the best mini games that you're gonna be able to find this side of the mississippi tell you what boy oh <laughs> sorry so sorry yeah what where are we um uh, <laughs> I don't know. Which I'm not even on the, the same side of the Mississippi. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about that for a minute. But that's the beauty of Mario Party. You don't have to be on the same side of the Mississippi to play the game together. <laughs> we just have to know each other. That's it. That's it. No strangers. <laughs> Nintendo is anti-stranger danger. Oh, yeah. Eh. Tip of the hat for is that. Is there, is there a minigame that like you would love... Now, I don't remember which minigames have been confirmed or not. Is there a minigame that you would particularly love pop up in the game? Uh, too many, I think, to to name uh, a lot. There are really good ones in Mario Party 1 as well. Um, I've been playing through the Mario Parties the past couple weeks, actually, in preparation, oh, nice. spoiler alert, yeah, for uh, an episode that may be coming up about the first three Mario Parties, <laughs> and, um, hey. yeah, so I've been taking notes, and I didn't write specific minigames down, but, I mean, off the top of my head, Waterworld's a great one for Mario Party 3, Facelift from the first two. Facelift was so good. <laughs> And uh, maybe the, I love the Jackhammer game too. I think that's in number two. I forget the name of it though when you have to cover the outline. Jackhammer was really good. I like the one where you have to dig to find the treasure in Mario Party 1. Uh, I think uh, I think Mario Party 3 did it better though. 
uh, with the pizza mini game. Oh yeah. The, is it eats a pizza? <laughs> it's a me, Luigi. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get there too. Don't worry. <laughs> we're gonna get there. Speaking of voices, uh, Square Enix has a new game coming out called Voice of Cards: The Isle Dragon Roars. It's a uh, card game, a strategy game made by the Square Enix folks. It has like a very Final Fantasy uh, watercolor aesthetic to it. I mean, it looks pretty cool. It's it's definitely like a, an interesting looking strategy game. You know, I don't, I, I want to see more of it. I know one of our friends uh, who's going to be very interested in this game, but it it seems really cool and it comes out soon. It comes out in October. Hype for the game, three out of 10. Hype for that segue you just got here with, 10 out of 10. That was nice. <laughs> I try. I try. I really don't have much else to say about Isle of Dragon Roar, so I really had to front load it with a good uh, segue. But, you know, we're dancing from game to game, and that's why we're going to talk about Disco Elysium, the final <laughs> cut, which is going to be coming Dude. out. It's, it's wow. a detective RP. <laughs> It's a detective RPG that's coming out. It's like an isometric third-person game. Uh, it's called The Final Cut, so I'm guessing there's been DLC along the way. But here it is coming to the Switch. From all accounts, I've heard this game is fantastic. It I, it just hasn't made its way past my eyes yet. Uh, I don't know if, you've, if you're familiar with the game. Nope. <laughs> all right, perfect. <laughs> Here's a game that I should be familiar with, but I'm also not. Uh, this is Hyrule War- Warriors Age of Calamity, uh, getting some DLC. For someone who loves Zelda games, I just have a really hard time playing the secondary titles, like the Age of Calamity, the Link's Crossbow Training, and the Wanda Gamelon, whatever. Uh, just, they never really stood out to me. Uh, have you played Age of Calamity? No, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of... of- I can't. I can't believe I'm blanking on the name. It's the Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warrior. I was like something Warriors. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of of Dynasty Warriors. And to be completely honest, you know, I don't play a ton of Zelda. So putting like a Zelda skin right. over a hack and slash, like 3D open, it's just definitely not my kind of game. And a lot of pessimism coming from from the east side of the Mississippi right now. I apologize <laughs> for that, but but we're, we're getting to some good stuff. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> I mean, th- listen, I really appreciate what they're doing for Age of Calamity because it looks like they're really putting in a lot of care to a uh, a game like this, which only gives me high hopes for Breath of the Wild 2. Like, if they're putting this much love and care into this Breath of the Wild universe, which is basically what Age of Calamity is all about, I can only imagine that Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be absolutely stacked with content and be totally incredible yeah i can't i can't deny that i mean it's probably going to be another 10 out of 10 um as the first one was and i've heard almost every human on the face of the planet say that so it's probably is probably safe to say that right and uh i didn't really know that age of calamity in in those games were connected so yeah i also don't know what they're really doing with the updates i kind of um Adding new characters, new maps, uh, new uh, story content. Yeah, well, so I guess yeah, the the strong one there to me is story content. Um, I feel like characters and weapons and stuff. Are From not- what I can tell, it's a, a phenomenal game for like backstory and lore for the Breath of the Wild universe. Oh, that's uh, cool. Because 
it basically takes place during that hundred years ago war where all like the champions were like you can play as the different champions and stuff like that oh that's pretty cool so, all right that's so cool. it yeah like i kind of love like the setting and what they're doing with it it's just the gameplay is just not for me yeah understandable but cool cool stuff to know i didn't even know what the game was about to tell you the truth I, that that's yeah. my interest level unfortunately it's all good because this next game is super interesting maybe might have piqued your interest a little bit more it's called chocobo chocobo gp it's mario it's final fantasy mario kart right looks like it uh, yeah listen you get to play as a chocobo on roller skates which if you played any final fantasy 7 you already know chocobo races are either the most incredible thing in the world or the bane of your existence and <laughs> here's just another way to showcase that in your life so Love it or hate it, chocobos are here and they are racing, baby. Onto the switch. <laughs> I I hope my money doesn't race out of my pocket for this game because I'm not very excited for it. <laughs> it. If I had to compare it visually to another game, uh, another kart racer, it looks most like the uh, Sonic Team Racing game. Mm. You know, I I still think Mario Kart is the cream of the crop. You know, Crash Team Racing is, like, right on the heels there from from everything I've heard. But Final Fantasy Chocobo Racing. Spoiler people alert. Are, people are going to love it. <laughs> they probably will love it. Let's be honest. It's probably going to be okay. But, spoiler alert, we're going we're, we're gonna to talk about that. <laughs> that Crash Racing game. Your boy has played that recently. And that's what under the what have we been playing in. Yeah. Beautiful. We'll talk about that in a little bit then. Oh yeah, oh yeah. While Chocobo GP might be a forgotten title, this next game will stay in our minds forever. This is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Now, Nintendo did not have to go this hard. I, I spent the first 15 seconds of this trailer really just trying to figure out what the heck is going on because it looks like The Last of Us, but it was too cute to... Like, I'm like, this can't be that scary because it's kind of adorable. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of Dawn of the Dead situation is happening here? And then all of a sudden you see Kirby washed up on the shore. It's like, oh my god. It is a fully 3D Kirby action-adventure game where you get to play as the little pink puff and explore the ruins of what looks like Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> and it's it's something else, man. It, this is... This is Nintendo at their absolute best doing like the weird stuff that just looks really good. We are about 20 minutes in and you will finally hear me say it. Yes. Absolute <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is an uh yeah, you couldn't have said it better. Yeah, this is so so hyped for this. This is exactly what they do, a weird obscure thing and it's it's so funny to to be like, oh yeah, Kirby, Kirby doesn't have a game like that, and you're just like, wait a minute, it's like a Mario game with a Kirby character and his moves, which his games are always a lot of fun. His moves are always so much fun. Mario platformers are always amazing, or any kind of Nintendo platformer is mostly always good. And let's take like a weird Halo kind of Last of Us environment, but lighten it up a little bit and try to make it just a tad eerie and also really cute, like. They nailed it with every 
part of every game, and I think making a game like this is such a good move. I'm really excited for this one. The aesthetics are just, like, so spot on. Yeah. Like, in hindsight, like, once once you saw that it was Kirby, you're like, of course this is Kirby. <laughs> and then when you see the, the areas with the enemies in there, you're like, oh, my God. Like, this is... They, they really could not have done something more perfect. It, it almost... It, it, it just... It's something that the Kirby franchise just has needed so badly for probably close to 20 years. <laughs> I, I mean, like, there's been almost zero innovation in this franchise from day one. Like, like the most innovation Kirby has seen was with the Crystal Shards when you could combine powers. And then they backstepped on that for the last 20 years, and they're like, we're just going to do some more boring 2D platforming. And now that they're here with this fully 3d world like it's it's just so it's so crazy and it's so out of kirby's norm that like it i just see like th that this could just work so well and be such a an instant classic i agree i absolutely agree but i'm i always i'm ever since i heard of it i'm having the hardest time with it it's it's called kirby in the what Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Oh, okay, yeah, I keep forgetting about the land. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. The title's not the greatest, but, oh, man, like, it just it just seems like such a fun game, and the fact that it's coming out in only, like, six months is pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, this is one of the, if they do it right, it, and I'm very optimistic that they will, yeah, uh, yeah this is going to be a good one. This is like a 10 out of 10 announcement to me and uh it might not even be the best announcement that they've made the pacing for this direct was perfect because you know they open with monster hunter which is pretty cool but then they they slam dunk with mario party superstars they squeeze in a couple of games that are fine and then bam it's kirby season and then it just goes off the rails from here because after kirby we get a, a little announcement from Papa Sakurai, and you think it's going to be a Smash announcement, and they're like, all right, we know a lot of you people are here for Smash. Mr. Sakurai is going to have his final Sakurai Presents on October 5th to reveal the final character in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and that's going to be awesome. Like, it, What are we, two weeks away from the 5th? Not even? It's going to be really hype when they reveal Master Chief <laughs> as the final fighter in Smash. Dude, once they say Aunt Jemima's name, I'm so, I'm going to pop off. It's kind of cool that Nintendo did this, too. Nintendo is basically announcing other future presents with this Nintendo Direct, and that's something that they haven't really done before, and I kind of appreciate it. Like, we're going to yeah. get this information on Mr. Sakurai Presents, and then their very next announcement is Animal Crossing New Horizons. They they gave a little tease that we're going to be going back to Brewster, and Brewster's going to have his own little roost in the museum, which is really, really cool. And not only that, but there's an entire Animal Crossing Direct coming in October to reveal more stuff about Animal Crossing. And I know there's more Animal Crossing uh, cards coming out, hmm. uh, character cards, to get like certain villagers. Because uh, those have been announced, but they don't know, like, we don't know when or who. But there's, I think this is going to be, like, a big deal for Animal Crossing fans. So, the Animal Crossing fans who've been in a drought for a better part of the last year finally get to rejoice. The chickens finally come home to roost. 
and it is it is looking to be a great winter and spring for Animal Crossing fans. Animal Crossing fans have it literally made. $60 and you're getting the car, the air freshener, the warranty, a gas card. Like you're you're just set. And you know what? You know what? You guys deserve it cuz you're a really really good bunch of people, a very wholesome community and I'm I'm happy that you have a car to drive. You know, you don't want them to drive too fast because you know, rushing can get you in trouble, unlike on the greens in Mario Golf Super Rush. <laughs> yes! Get ready to tee off, says Games Radar, with new content in Mario Golf Super Rush. They revealed two new playable characters, which is super hype. Koopa Troopa, which is kind of like a gimme pick. But then they also announced Ninji, who is a classic Super Mario... Two? Mario Brothers 2, I believe, is where Ninji first came out, or was it Mario World? I saw that character, and I, I thought that went through my head was, where have I seen that character before? I mean, he's in Paper Mario. He's, he's in a lot of Nintendo titles. He's in the 64 Paper Mario? Yeah, there's the, he's uh, in the Snow World, or maybe the Star World. Oh, huh. I've been meaning to replay yeah. that game in Thousand Year Door for, like, 14 years i want to say so eventually i'll well, see what you're talking about spoiler alert uh you know you may have an opportunity sooner than later but yeah so not only are we getting two new golf course uh characters we're getting two new golf courses a, uh, a desert a desert course and a snow course which both look pretty cool i'm not gonna lie like they the aesthetics on them are really pleasing um i've heard that the maps are relatively small and some of the fairways intersect but that seems to be a common thing with the game as it is i know in the very first world that happens a lot but i mean it's it's fine like i have no issues with that i still have not unlocked boo's visor for the the month of september so i'm gonna have to get on that but Uh but i mean honestly it was like i mean you had the yoshi colors and that was really cool but the boo visor i don't know i'm a boo main and i don't even care that much for the boo visor yeah, that's such a lame reward. That is nothing like different colored Yoshis. And also, I agree with what you said. I don't, I don't really care about the fairway intersections that much. I think adding two new maps to this game is so hype. I feel like I'm and being it's all taken free. care of. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm being taken care of as a as a, a, a fan right now, as a customer. I'm just like, wow, yeah, I, I like this game a lot. I'm happy they made it. And, oh, wow, really free content? Like, oh, wow, like that's going to keep me playing. You know, I'm a, a fan of this game, and I'm happy that they did that for us. Tip of the hat to Camelot, you know? <laughs> I mean, Camelot, you, you could make a new Golden Sun, and I'd love you even more for that. And I know it's never going to happen, but, hey, it, it do be like that sometimes, you know? <laughs> one day a boy can dream (laughs) and sometimes people dream of the magical world of disney which is another game that's coming out disney's magical world 2 enchanted edition where you get to play as what i can only describe as a knockoff nintendo me (laughs) going it's it's basically all right this is a game that is designed for people who love the concept of kingdom hearts but don't want to do scary battling and just want to hang out with different disney characters as a me it looks adorable not for me but it looks adorable 
I cannot tell you how excited I am about this game. <laughs> because I'm not. Apparently it's a remake of a, a 3DS game from a few years back. Even worse. <laughs> Somehow, some way, it's even worse now that you said that. <laughs> Why, you don't want to go on a, a honeypot hunt with Winnie the Pooh or mm. hang out with seven beautiful dwarves? Nope. I mean, the, video games can be enjoyed by many different people. It's, I'm happy, I don't know. No, that's stupid. That's a waste of a game. That's a stupid, stupid game. I'm not a big Disney fan. Winnie the Pooh's cool, but I'm not can a big we... Disney fan. And, and, and this is not a game. This is just, I don't know, do whatever you want. And if, if you enjoy it, that's good. I'm not trying to be mean at all. Like I'm happy they make games like this, but at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, this is kind of silly. But for fans, like, I don't know, you just it, it maybe charge like, $15 for this game like any more than that now you're just robbing like genuinely warm <laughs> loving people you know not like the money has anything to do with it but kind of has everything to do with them am I right looking at you Walt Disney and uh credit and all the conspiracies that surround you um yeah I don't know this is not I don't know it's yeah good I'm happy they made it good enjoy it you everyone. know credit credit to the people who are in charge of the pacing for the Nintendo to direct because plugging this game after Kirby Animal Crossing and Mario Golf you kind of needed a breather to just kind of take everything else that you saw in oh that makes sense that makes and sense like i i guarantee you while this was happening people were just like this is giving me just enough time to go to twitter and fire off my most ignorant <laughs> responses that i can think of <laughs> Because, I mean, the collective does not care about Disney Magical World. But, you know, there's also gamers with children. Uh, and they, they might like it. I don't know. Dude, there is a, a legitimate chance that this entire game was created just to give people a Twitter break during this direct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because realistically, Nintendo has no business talking about this like shovelware title none none it was all a, a brilliant move putting that there and also creating an entire game just to be put there that's unbelievable but not to dunk on disney too hard because they did run it back with star wars knights of the old republic which is coming to the switch and i will say i've never played knights of the old republic but i've heard nothing but like ink like it is basically like a lot of people's favorite star wars game period and I've heard that. that game's also getting a, a remake like a full remake coming in the future but the original's being ported to the switch and people are pretty hype about that that's cool that's cool i'm really not a star wars fan at all and i think i tried to play the second knights of the old republic one time and i didn't really enjoy it too much but i have heard really good things and if you know again that's something that people enjoy then good you know enjoy it and i'm happy that you're getting ugh, nintendo's just nailing it right now there is another game coming out called dying light 2 uh, again this is another one that's out of my forte i just i feel like horror games and first person games tend to like miss me a little bit same did not play dying light one but the original and the sequel are both coming out this fall and winter to the switch which is pretty cool uh i mean like it I'm glad that Nintendo is diversifying its content on the Switch because 
that's something that I think the Switch has needed. And the fact that they're getting, you know, full ports of actually good games is a really positive thing to take away from this. It is, yeah. It's a really good way of looking at a game that we're not the biggest fans of or even care about at all and really putting a good, yeah, still a good move, though. Still an overall good move. Right? I like that. So Square Enix was not done, by the way. They have their card game, which is all fine and dandy, but they also have another strategy game that's coming out called it's i guess it's officially called triangle strategy there was an announcement for it about a year ago called project triangle strategy they had a demo i actually played the demo it's from the same people who made octopath traveler hmm and the aesthetics are very similar however it's it plays much more like uh like final fantasy tactics than like a traditional final fantasy rpg type game i wasn't super in love with the demo but i could really see this game coming up uh coming up big like sneaky good and the fact that it's coming out in march i mean that's six months away that's coming up soon yeah and i i think it could be a, a really nice competitor for games like uh fire emblem three houses you know for for just like the strategy rpg style yeah. video games so i'm pretty pumped for this one is now in this do you just you're just like picking numbers like 44 117 like trying different angles is that the whole game uh kind of so imagine imagine that but they also add circles and triangles and squares and like you know triangles are good against squares squares are good against circles and circles are good against triangles okay Uh, obviously that none of that makes Um, any sense to me but okay but then you do a little math and you cast you know fire and you win all right well that actually makes a little bit more sense thank you for clearing that up and uh absolutely yeah that i'm not a a a big fan of of these kinds of games and uh next (laughs) (laughs) well next after after triangle strategy i so there's a game that's coming out on october 8th it comes out on the same day as the switch oled or OLED, however you want to call it. OLED, 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 OLED. OLED, OLED. But I've been trying to actually stay away from watching any trailer content for this game because I already know it's going to be a day one buy for me, and I'm really excited for it, and I think it's going to be a really good game. I actually like kind of zoned out for the, the trailer for this one, but Metroid Dread. Oh, okay. It's going to be a 2D platformer. Uh, a return to form. This is the first main console, you know, Metroid game that is a 2D platformer since probably the Super Nintendo. So this is kind of a huge deal, and I think there's a kind of a lot riding on this uh, this game. I agree with that. But it, by all accounts, it looks incredible. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Spoiler alert! Surprise alert! I'm not a big I've fan. I've never of, played of these... this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a big fan of these Metroid games, but, uh, you know, especially anything post-Super Nintendo era, it seemed to... I mean, even though people love Metroid Prime, we're not talking about you people. We're talking about me right now, and I'm not a big Metroid fan, and I'm sure this is a, a, a really good move, and I'm sure there's a lot riding on it. And to tell you the truth, yeah, it looks good, and I... <laughs> Hope everyone enjoys it, and I mean that sincerely. I hope it is a really good game. It looks good, and um, for all the fans of it, I really hope you enjoy it. And I mean that sincerely, and I mean that. 
Well, in two to three weeks, uh, when we talk about what game we're playing, I'll let you know. That sounds good. Thank you. So moving on, Shadowrun has a trilogy. That's a video game. Uh, by the way, there's a game <laughs> called Shadowrun. <laughs> not gonna lie, I I didn't know that this this game the trilogy existed, let alone one of the Shadowruns. So Let's... those are coming to the Switch. But more importantly, <laughs> Capcom again knocking it out of the park. Castlevania Advance Collection. Are you kidding me? Coming to the Switch? What? What? There are three Castlevania games. Uh, literally, it's already available. But it's a it's a pack of uh, retro classics, including Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, and Aria of Sorrow, and uh, Dracula X. They're Game Boy Advance Super Nintendo games, and they're pretty dang good. I highly recommend them. I'll I'll get them eventually. I've been I've been busy <laughs> playing one other video game that we're gonna talk about that I'm super excited to sh- to, to talk about because it's kind of out of the wheelhouse of games that we normally talk about, and I'm pretty pumped. But, Tony, do you have any other thoughts on uh, Castlevania Advance? Actually, these are games that I haven't really played too much, not really a big fan of, so (laughs) I don't really have a lot of input, but I will say I know how popular these games are, and for all the fans of these games and these types of games, I really hope that you enjoy them, and I'm happy that they ported them, and I sincerely mean that if you guys like these games, and I really hope this is one that you uh or these four (laughs) hell you know i hope these four are games you can replay or play for the first time and really enjoy and i mean that sincerely so we can copy and paste your response that you just gave right now and apply it to the next eight games the next eight titles oh my god so act razor renaissance oh i love this game the is a super nintendo classic where it combines basically like 2d platform adventuring with some epic boss battles and then also like sim city love it are you are you pumped for this game Uh, it does look good i kind of fast forward through the direct just kind of for the 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 large portions of it and i'm uh, guessing you thought it was still part of castlevania yeah they're all kind of just this gray kind of like mushy just like game that i'm not gonna partake in so it's just basically fast forward until i see something that i recognize uh thoroughly and uh well not thoroughly but recognize uh substantially rather so yeah these you know we're we're, we're touching on every announcement and it's funny that we say this is possibly I'm the man that made us take a deep breath before we talked about all this because it's so good and I haven't played like 90% of the games they announced, but that's what they do. They they talk about a lot of games and the, the big ones we could talk about for a long time and there are a ton of small ones usually that take up a, yeah. like 50% of the direct and I really skipped through all those and that's no offense to anyone that likes those games or get hyped for them, but I have a yeah. very specific, you know niche of, of games that i like and uh yeah but i i really hope that anyone that does like these games uh, that they're good and that you enjoy them and i really do mean that that's good stuff and uh i agree yeah i i mean again act razor is not really for me but i am happy for the people who are pumped about it a game that i am actually super duper pumped about though is deltarune chapter 2 
I'm a big fan of Undertale, a big fan of the first chapter of Deltarune, so seeing this come out and for free on the Switch is super exciting. Uh, I'm not sure. Did you play Undertale or Deltarune at all? You know, I played Undertale. My girlfriend told me to play it because she wanted to see, you know, the path I would take in it. And uh, and honestly, I absolutely love that game. Um, I didn't beat it yet. We're kind of taking our time with it because she watches me play. But I, I really like that game a lot. I think it is so well done. And, uh, and then I heard about Deltarune and I was like, wait a minute, that's that's real and they were just like yeah and i was like what and i haven't played it yet but i'm so happy that there's more content from you know that you know person to enjoy and uh mm-hmm. the, the fact that there's a second chapter and it's free like that's a absolute home run like are you kidding me that seems too good to be true plus let's be real toby fox who is the creator of uh, both games he is a musical genius i want to say <laughs> because Every song in Undertale, for the most part, and, you know, the soundtrack to Deltarune so far have been absolutely just chef's kiss. Some of the best music that uh, have graced video games in the last decade, I'd say. The OST is amazing for Undertale. It's so good. There's a reason that Megalovania is straight up one of the best video game songs of, like, maybe the last 20 years. (laughs) It it is so... Such such a jam and a bop and i'm just happy every time i hear it i was lying now, this is actually a game that i no i'm kidding no i do love this game <laughs> actually i've never played this game but i'm happy for those who do enjoy it well let's let, let's get the last one of those out of the way and then we'll talk about the last couple of announcements and this is gonna hurt some people so bayonetta 3 <laughs> is coming out and you know bayonetta one and two they're like a uh like a devil may cry but you play as a uh really cool gun shoe lady i actually own bayonetta 2 for the wii u just have never played it people have been clamoring for bayo 3 for a minute and i'm not gonna lie i don't even like playing as bayonetta and smash <laughs> spoiler alert it's bad bayonetta is <laughs> a, a bad game <laughs> It's also a Capcom game. Another Capcom game. Just, just proof that Tony hates Capcom. I re- I kind of do. You know, over the course <laughs> of I, <laughs> I hate to say it, but like I'm not a big Mega Man fan. That's what it about for Street Cap- Fighter. There's no more. Ca- oh, there's more Capcom games. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a big Street Fighter fan. I'm really not a. I'm just. I like Mega Man powered up a lot. That's like the only one that I really enjoyed as a kid, and I have very little connection to the the rest of the games. And I'm just not a Capcom person. And I, I really like when I see Bayonetta stuff. It's like not like the other games where I skip through them. I actually like get mad. I'm just like I hate this game, and it's not. <laughs> for, <laughs> I don't like the character. I I don't like. I don't like the the setting. I don't like the the way the games play. I just this is a game that if you like, if this is not not only is it not for you, not only is it not for you, it you actively seek out to to make sure other people do not play this game. Yeah, I'm not gonna say this is what I will say. I'm not gonna say that, but I will say this. I'm not clearly i'm not a fan of this game or these kinds of games but 
if you are, if this is something that you're hype about or something that you care about, I don't care because this is not a good game and you probably shouldn't waste your time with it. <laughs> that might be the strongest take we've ever taken on a video game ever in let's, this podcast. Let's. My name is Tony and I actually agreed to start a video game podcast with my friend and then just talk crap and not play talk crap about and also not play any of the games that we talk about on this podcast <laughs> it's 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 entertaining it's <laughs> for stuff. you guys i hope but for no but i play a couple of them so the last video game that the direct talked about and i for those who are listening along and are aware of an, an obvious omission we're gonna get there but uh <laughs> splatoon 3 return of the mammalians is going to be coming out in 2022 it's uh actually kind of surprising that we're getting a a a part three in this so soon after switch 2 i mean splatoon 2 rather and honestly like from a visuals perspective i love that the setting is different because the actual visuals look very similar to me overall it doesn't look like there's much of or if at all a uh, a graphical update but there is it looks like the the story mode's going to be really really fun and they always are and it's it's just a good old time splatting people it's nintendo's answer to online shooters and honestly they a plus yeah surprise alert but this is a game <laughs> i actually really like wow didn't expect that from your boy did you yeah i thought splatoon 1 was like unbelievable i thought it was better than I mean, I'm not a big Call of Duty fan. I think Halo 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. And, you know, I see so many shooters coming out and I just care so little about them. And then Nintendo just does it in their own way. And they do such a good job of it. And I had a nice little run with Splatoon. I was so... They just created this universe and and it's so cool. And uh, it's kind of annoying, but it's like pretty cool. And uh, just the amount of weapons and gear and stats, and they put a lot into this game and the maps and the matchmaking, and I just, uh, yeah, I, the, the fact that you can roll, use a roller, a shooter, the special stuff, like, I thought it was so good, and then recently, maybe last year or so, I was like, man, I missed that feeling, and I bought Splatoon 2, and I was like, it it's the same exact feel, so if they make a third one and add a good story mode and add some new weapons and stuff like that's good enough for me i think splatoon's a great game great franchise and yeah this is one that i'm excited about surprisingly i think it's gonna be a ton of fun i can't wait to to take part in some more splat fests and just enjoy the the universe that they build because they've done such a fun job and i'm so happy that nintendo's been going forward with this ip it's one of their newer ones and it's it's one of their strongest yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. Before we dive into the upgrade for Nintendo Online, which is, that's awesome, right? <laughs> Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis are going to be online for the Nintendo Switch. We have to get the elephant out of the room quick. Chris Pratt is uh, <laughs> Super Mario? <laughs> oh, let's just talk about the N64 and Sega Genesis Online, huh? How about that? Do you want to just skip the movie talk? No, no. Let's let's. We made a podcast. We need to talk about <laughs> things if they're good or bad. So let's 
Let's talk about it, brother. Nintendo, during their Direct yesterday, revealed the leading roles for the the people who are going to be playing the... Or for the voice actors, I should say, for the characters in the new Super Mario movie coming out. And it is... I mean, it is star-studded for sure. It is an interesting group of characters. What? There's... it's so out of left field. I don't think people, anybody, like really expected an announcement like this out of this direct, and I think it adds to like the mythos of how powerful this Nintendo Direct was. <laughs> agreed, definitely agreed. But they all Nintendo did was like show headshots with of an actor with the character that they're playing, and it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> like just the way that they showcased it was like almost silly. You have Chris Pratt as Mario, like a poor man's Ryan Reynolds, I guess. Like he's he's got he's got the charm, but like, do is the world ready for sexy Mario? Because like, I don't know that it is. Keep keep going with the list. <laughs> so not only do you have you have Chris Pratt as Mario, you have Anya Taylor Joy, who is the the superstar out of the television show The Queen's Gambit, uh, and she's gonna be voicing Princess Peach. I, I, my brain just says that Queen's Gambit is, like, just a classic British show because she was also in Peaky Blinders. So I just imagine she's going to be like, Oi, Mario! Welcome to the Mushroom Kingdom, innit? We got <laughs> mushroom pie and such. So that's going to be eye-opening for me when I'm dead wrong. <laughs> and, and then, and then, you got Luigi, who sounds an awful lot like this, Mario. Uh, being played by Always Sunny's Charlie Day, I will. Say, I'll be the. I'll pound the table for this a hundred times out of a hundred. Whoever did the casting swapped two voice actors, and I think the movie would be better because they got Keegan Michael Key to play Toad. <laughs> and come on, guys, Charlie Day literally sounds like Toad as it is. I think Keegle Mike and Keegle Mike and Key. Yeah, Keegan Michael Key. Who, <laughs> was a perfect Andre 3000 in Key and Peele, would be a phenomenal Luigi. But instead he's Toad? Come on now. Come on now. And then, and then, they go, listen, if if all this wild wackiness wasn't enough, we got a Jack of Black as Bowser. Why? I don't understand this one at all. <laughs> and then Seth Rogen's just gonna be laughing in the corner as Donkey Kong. <laughs> and then they had the audacity to throw up a headshot of Charles Martinet and be like, "Don't worry, your boy's gonna make a cameo somewhere." <laughs> this is the most confusing casting call, and I'm so I'm I don't. My brain's having a hard time with it, and it also hurts me a little that the same studio that's making this movie is the same studio that did the Minions movies. <laughs> so it's like, it's setting up to be a beautiful disaster, and I'm kind of stoked for it. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't even know where to start, honestly. Alright, <laughs> let, let's start with a good note. For as long as I could remember, I have hated the Minions movies, so that's bad that they're <laughs> taking part in this um and i i keep seeing the sonic movie in my head and i 
think I said this on this podcast once before, but I don't know if we made it 10 minutes into that movie because it was just everything I didn't want and I could, I was hoping so much it wasn't going to be that and then you could tell right off the rip like oh this is the kind of movie it's going to be this is who Sonic is now just call up Jaleel and go hey Mr. Sister we'll pay a lot of money can you be Sonic again and be the best damn Sonic there ever was nope let's get Ryan Reynolds to be Pikachu and let's just do whatever we want to do and ruin everything Hey. Love that movie. Love Detective Pikachu. Yeah, he did a good job, but like a, a little, a little diversity, a little, a little maybe. I don't, I don't know. They're not doing a bad job, but I, I see a movie like this, and the first thing you see is Chris Pratt is gonna play Mario, and I'm just like, now I'm starting to think about, and I don't know if this is stupid or not, because I'm. Sh- he plays in the hero movies, right? Chris Pratt, he's one of yeah. them or something. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not, a, and I'm again a, not a fan of those either. The same way I'm not a fan of all the games we talk about, or Star Wars this episode, or DC Marvel stuff. I'm not a fan of any of this stuff that so many people are so passionate about. I'm digging myself in quite the hole right now. I will say that, but I, I'm literally digressing to the point that I don't even know what we're talking about, but. I'm sure he's a talented guy. He probably does a fantastic job. And he probably is going to have a nice, soothing Mario voice. But to me, I see this and instantly think of the Avatar The Last Airbender live-action movie. And they have all... It's like whitewashed. They put all white people in. And Mario is clearly... The Italian plumber. And I'm just like, all right, this guy's going to do it. And then it's like, all right, so Peach. You, like, so you're saying that Sebastian Maniscalco, who's uh, playing one of the uh, Don't like, even get me characters. started on him. Don't even he get sh- me started you're saying on him. He should be, he should be Mario because no, he's actually is, Italian? Th- no, that is like saying, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. See, no, we're Italian. Oh, no. <laughs> we go to Olive We are Garden. two Italian boys, but... That, that, no, putting Sebastian Maniscalco in this movie... That- <laughs> So we're not even there yet. We're not even there yet, and it's already just shit. It's just burning shit in my head. But but it but in in the the in the lightest, most sincere way, I'm a little hopeful still, but very very pessimistic. Very pessimistic. I don't know that my brain is ready to accept the fact that Mario's gonna talk and say words. Yeah, that because, too. That's weird. Like Sonic, I get it. Detective Pikachu, I I can get it. But Super Mario, listen, and like Chris Pratt's kind of like you know he's he's like one of those like little sarcastic boys. <laughs> like, I am I ready to hear Mario just like just absolutely zing on Luigi for being a a freaking putz or something? Like, I'm not ready for Mario to just like dunk on somebody in a verbal assault. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, that's I not... don't know. It doesn't feel like Mario. Exactly. It's not. That's not Mario. That is just Hollywood garbage to me. Just putting, t- taking something in that. See, that's like every character that I look at that's or voice actor in this movie just makes me think of like something else. So I know I'm really going deep with this. But yeah, that's like, that's the Sonic movie. Like that's a beloved character and a... a 
great at times. Franchise, one of the most legendary. And then they just, like, have to ruin it with the most cookie-cutter, boring, like, bad jokes. Like, awful plot. Just, like, awful. You know, like, that. I feel like that is... This is what... That's... I feel like this is what that's is. And that's not what I want Mario... A Mario movie to be. You know, like that's not what it's supposed to be. Can I make a uh, a cursed prediction about this movie? And I, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's gonna happen, and I, I kind of don't want it to happen. Jack Black is gonna is gonna challenge Mario, and be like, Mario, if you wanna save the princess, you gotta challenge me to Mario Kart. <laughs> and he's gonna challenge Mario to like a go kart race to like save Princess Peach or something. It's very possible. Very possible. Like, the third act is literally just a race. A Mario Kart race. The the, the Mario world is, like, the only saving grace for, like, the, the potential of them using different Mario Kart stuff, but... Or, like, Mario World stuff, rather, but I... I, I Mario Universe stuff, but I don't think it's gonna be enough in... In... Two or two or three more things I want to touch on real quick. I'll, if that's okay. One, yeah, yeah. I love I love Charlie Day. I just want to say that we're both big fans of Always Sunny, and oh, yeah. uh, and the fact that he's in here is great. But like, uh, I don't know. I feel you like overall individ- I feel like overall individually, we're fans of most of the people in this cast. I can't say that, but I like Charlie Day. I like I Charlie tell- Day, Jack Black, and Keegan Michael Key. I'm not gonna lie. I like Charlie Day. I could tell you that <laughs> at, at least. But again, if you're casting him for Luigi, that tells me this movie is not gonna be exactly what I'm looking for. The casting director is definitely an interesting person to uh, be like. Yeah, no, this is the new voice of Luigi. The voice <laughs> of Toad is now the voice of Luigi. You're welcome, world. Yeah, what are they thinking? What, that's that's one. What are they thinking? And then two is I. This is my curse prediction now. I say Keegan Michael Key has no more than twenty five words uh, in the whole in, movie. In the whole movie, because he's one of those people that they will put on the thumbnail of a movie for Netflix, and then you're like, oh, he's in this, and then you watch it, and he's in one scene, and he's like a clerk. Like, at he's a just gas in the station. background getting groceries. <laughs> Like, yeah, Keegan Michael Key's here. He's in everything I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> he's not saying he's not great. He's good. He's really good. But like, they, I don't know. He'll. He's in every show or every movie that's ever come out. If he's actually in it or not, they'll put his face on anything. So that's my bold <laughs> prediction. And the last thing I want to say, and this is now we're veering very far off, but one yeah. thing I, I don't like too much. I don't know if this is me being, uh, I don't know, nitpicky, or I'm, I'm kind of just like calling hypocrisy on Nintendo for stuff like this. But like. Seth Rogen, like, putting him in the movie, like, just, yeah, he's, like, just high 24-7, even when he sleeps, and there's nothing wrong with smoking, don't get me wrong, but, like, this is, like, 
that's like when I see Pokemon's coming out with a soundtrack and Post Malone is on it. I'm just like, do you know who that is? Like, do you know what he represents? Like, and, and you're okay with being this very, 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 very censored, like, people-friendly kind of thing. And then you have this just, like, openly talks about drugs, just, like, everything that, all like, a lot of different people represent that they're having to, like, either a soundtrack or now, like, Seth Rogen, just, like, you know, in this movie, it's, like, it's a, it's a cool, that's, it's just, they're trying to be cool, but it's, like, right. everything that they are against, kinda, you know what I mean? Like, that's what this cast says to me, and I could tell it's way more Hollywood than it is Mario, and to me and that's why i think it's gonna be pretty awful but i'll still watch the first 10 minutes oh of course of thank course thank you thank you for feel free to walk out that. <laughs> oh i'll wait until it's out on on hulu or something i definitely will not pay for this i'm gonna watch it day one and then i will recap the whole thing on the very next podcast we record oh i can't wait oh i can't <laughs> wait save me my 10 minutes please so the last announcement that was made midway through the uh the direct was that nintendo switch is going to be having sega genesis and nintendo 64 games added to their online for a a premium price which is incredible news i mean at the end of the day you get sega genesis games on the switch which is awesome and then you get nintendo 64 games on the switch which is awesome they haven't announced what the price is going to be yet. Uh, it'll probably be like an extra five or ten bucks annually is going to be my guess. I don't know where your thoughts are for that. Yeah, ten to twenty was my number. So it, right now it's twenty bucks annually for Nintendo Switch Online. I could see them jumping it up to thirty annually for the the plus package. Day one when this gets released, you're going to have access to Super Mario sixty four, Mario Kart sixty four, Star Fox sixty four, Yoshi Story. Dr. Mario 64, Mario Tennis 64, The Legend of Zelda The Ocarina of Time, some weird game called Winback, and then some game that's in Japanese and I don't know how to read. Oh, Sin and, Sin and Punishment, which is a never never previously released, uh, pretty Japan-exclusive type title. They actually re-released it for the Wii. They I don't know how it. to read. I said this already. Uh, oh, sorry. oh yeah, it was kind of actually a big deal when it came out on the Wii because people were like, oh, "It's never been released here in America." <laughs> uh, not is... to du- not to dunk on those people because that's pretty rude, but that's what it sounded like to me because it's a game that I have zero interest in. Dude, you know our motto: if anyone likes it, we sincerely hope that it's good and that oh. they enjoy it, but just not something that we really play, you know, or care about at all. <laughs> that that's you can describe that about what ninety nine point nine percent of games for us. Yes. Unless you got a, unless you got an Italian plumber in red on the front, then it's money, baby. <laughs> Let me say this: this might be, definitely is some of the best news I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> it's huge. It's it's absolutely huge. Huge, and they just pepper it in the middle, like, oh yeah, here by the way. It's just like, no, 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 no not by the way. This is it. This is or like it. Disney. You can do that. You can play some some game Shadowgate or something, and Nintendo sixty four, and then up, 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 back it up. This is this is insane. This is. Let me ask you, why do you think it's insane? Why do I think it's insane? 
Well, before you before you say what I think you're going to say, in order to play these games, you have to be connected to the internet. So they aren't technically portable. However, playing these games on a handheld console seems incredible. Plus, any of the games that have multiplayer have online multiplayer. So you get to play Mario Kart 64 online with friends. Insane. I'm speechless. I'm cr- I'm crying. So for those who aren't aware, Mario Kart 64 is literally one of Tony's top 3 to 5 favorite games of all time, period. Definitely his favorite Mario Kart game. Facts. And when this when they announced Mario Kart online, I I can only imagine Tony ascended to heaven as close as you could get this is unreal i'm gonna i'm gonna give you just a couple of like uh, a couple of minutes to really just just let your heart out here really just just let us know what's on your mind well thank you and it's it's i feel weirdly doing that because i haven't done that at all this episode but if you really want me to i will Uh, i'll I'll let it all out and I'll, i'll be real and tell you how i'm feeling and and right now i'm feeling pretty good sorry <laughs> no i I'm, I'm sure you're choking up because of how impactful and powerful this is yeah this is uh this is a dream come true i will say that I, you're a kid and there's not much internet going on but there's some damn good games that are out and some of the games that i love so much for n64 were mario kart 64, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis. Those are three games that I love. And then, you know, GameCube comes out, Xbox comes out, PS2. You start to get in that era. And, uh, you know, I'm playing Halo 2, and I'm loving every second of it, except for the 80% where I'm very mad at the game. And uh, I just think to myself, man, all those Nintendo games that I played... If I could play those the way I'm playing this right now, it, it, it would be unbelievable to play those with other people online. And then, you know, you can't. And then the Wii comes out, and you can, but, like, Smash is, like, a pretty unplayable, and I don't know, I didn't play... Th- Brawl Online was borderline unplayable. I'd say Mario Kart was better. Was it? I didn't play it. That's one Mario Kart that I just didn't Mario play Kart much. Mario Kart Wii was... Honestly, it was a good title, Mario Kart Wii. But I've heard uh, that. I've heard that. But the online wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it was it was playable. All right. Well, that's to me like nothing on the Wii was really playable. But it's good to know that there. But that's only from my experience with like a handful of games that I tried to play. It just didn't seem like Nintendo right. was really there yet with online. You know. And then the Wii U comes out, and you're like, "Is this it?" And it like. Some again, like Smash wasn't too good, you know, but like it was a step up. But like they were getting closer and closer, Here's and like the thing. Mario Kart was good. Uh, mm. quick interjection Smash Online is still bad. <laughs> yeah, maybe like, comparing it to Smash isn't a good idea, but that's yeah, because Smash Ultimate Online is still bad. Like the, the professional players are definitely just they're like, we're done with this, we're just gonna do in person tournaments again. They said that really. Go get vaccinated. Well, yeah, I think, 
I hate to say it, but I think Ultimate has all the potential in the world, but there's just like a, it's like a lag. There's just like an input lag, in input lag that Nintendo knows about and refused to fix, and that's just like, I don't, I don't think the game lagged that much when I played it online, besides the inherent lag that the game just has, you know, aside from that, like, it's a pretty far out game, I think it's really, really cool, but, yeah, I don't know, I could, yeah, if people aren't enjoying it, then, you know, I want them, you know, to, sincerely, but I, you know, whatever, whatever, like, yeah, I, I bring up all of these things just because now we're in the era of the Switch, and I feel like Mario Kart 8 and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe are my second favorite Mario Kart carts, and, uh, N64 being the first. Then I got Mario Tennis for the Switch, and I was like, I really hope this is like the 64 version, and it was very similar to it. It felt so much like it. It it plays great. Yeah, fantastic, and the online is good, and that was like where these things start to meet, where I'm like, wow, the game that plays so much like the game that I love the most, the games that I love the most... Now I actually get to play them online. Like, I'm playing Mario Kart in a way that I've never been able to play before. And in such a good Mario Kart at that. Mario Tennis. Oh, they're making Mario Golf? To me, that was super hype. Even though we talked about it, like, at, you know, one of the... I think it was the first episode, right? Like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that... To me, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, they're gonna, like, do that on the Switch? Like, the Switch seems like all the games are being done right, you know? Like, even... I think Smash 2 is, like, Smash Ultimate is, like, the closest thing to Melee, even though it's not really even close to it at all. But, like, all these games are, like, is close to the best renditions of, like, all these series to me. Are you so like, are you trying to say that the Nintendo Switch is maybe one of the greatest Nintendo consoles of all time? I am. I am saying that. I'll put my foot down firmly and say that it's one of my favorite systems ever, and I think it's fantastic. And it, if they weren't doing that with these games with golf, which is fantastic and close to the 64 one, feels like it. Tennis, kart, smash, all these games. You know what? Not only do you get to experience that, but here, just take the actual games, too, that you always wanted to play and play those online. So your little kid self that wanted this for 15, 20 years answered full circle wholeheartedly answered i am stunned i can't believe it i couldn't be more excited what is the uh number one game that you want to play online i think i already know the answer I, you, you, mario kart baby it's mario, mario kart. kart 64 i want to see what these people can do so a couple of the confirmed games available post-launch i don't know if you saw these mm-hmm. um but some of the games that we have that are definitely coming are Majora's Mask, Mario Golf, Pokemon Snap, F-Zero X, Kirby 64, Paper Mario 64, and Banjo-Kazooie, baby! The hype. The hype. Listen, are you kidding I, me? I, I, I popped off for Banjo-Kazooie. I was so incredibly stoked about that. That's Banjo may be my favorite video game, period. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's mm, mm. <clears throat> and also Sega Genesis games, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, if you if you're hyped for the Sega Genesis games, 
we understand that Sega Genesis has a bunch of really good games, and we're happy that these games make you happy. <laughs> but it ain't the Nintendo 64. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, yep. Because these games on the Nintendo 64, these are the games of our lives. And these are the games of our lives. Our lives. Our lives. Exactly. So that's what's going on with the Nintendo 64 Switch Online. I can't wait to see what they announce uh, in October regarding the price and everything like that. And I can't wait to see what other games are going to be coming to, to Switch Online. Ooh, one thing I wanted to throw in I just realized right now. Yeah. I, I, I'm so curious, and it's okay if they don't at this point. It's okay, and I, I, I accept it. But if they do any kind of implemented like ranking system that everyone knows I'm pretty obsessed with, with like any of these multiplayer games, they're like a point system or something like they have in, you know, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Mario Golf, Super Rush. Like that'd be crazy. That would be unbelievably crazy. But Tony, you're gonna be at the top of the time trials, is what you're saying. <sighs> I don't know. There these these it's like every other game except to me like it's even it's taken way way further with Mario Kart when we always say we're like better than all the casual players we're like the best person, you know, at the party or something with me Mario Kart I like really like pride myself on, on being good and whoever I play against but uh right. but time trial wise I don't know these players are really really good and uh I can't compete with them you know the the ones that practice you know and it's just like I yeah. can't compete with speedrunners thousands of hours of practicing lines and, and things like I just tip my hat to them they put a lot of work in absolutely you know what would be cool though what uh, a game that I think would be fun Imagine if they came out with Pokemon Snap, but what they did is you could do Pokemon Snap Red or Blue Edition, and it came like preloaded with a copy of Pokemon Red or Pokemon Blue that you could play in that little Doduo Pokemon area. I'm getting You're tripping me out, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be insane. I, I think that would be like that's like that's asking for too much though. That's that's a greedy. That's me being greedy. That's a cool idea, though. I think it could be fun. I think it could be implemented very easily. You know, that that really covers basically all of it for the Nintendo Direct. I got to tip my hat to Nintendo on this one because, damn, they really, they really knocked it out of the park. I can't really... I find very little to complain about regarding, like, the main titles that I care about. Agreed. I'm going to throw a, a quick tip of my hat, a, a giant quick tip of my hat to this entire direct and then a quick wag of my finger to disney stay out of my directs all right you got that <laughs> stay out of my good directs from now on no they're they they're like a sacrificial lamb they're important because we needed to catch our breath after all of the incredible announcements that were made mm. but you're on thin ice disney watch yourself <laughs> yeah, whose side are you on good save good save <laughs> i i could find a different sacrifice you know maybe just a dancing sakurai or or, you know a dancing uh miyamoto being like it's it's where they would put the reggie bits but reggie's not here anymore (sighs) wagging the finger for letting reggie go nintendo just letting him slip through your fingers like that what happened you really let that man go he's good i mean i think it was reggie's decision to leave but 
He's in yeah. charge of GameStop now, so blah, 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 blah. Is he? Yeah, he's on the board at GameStop. Didn't he? He started with Domino's, right? Am I making that up? I have no clue where Reggie came from, but his time with Nintendo was golden and beautiful and perfect in almost every way. Perfect in every way. Shout out to Reggie Fizame. Hey, nice hey. rhyme. Tip of the hat to you for coming up with that one. Stop. Come on. Stop. Thank so, you. So, Tony, what games have you been playing this month? Dude. <laughs> well, this is... Let's let's go one for one with the games, if you've okay. been playing a few. The Mario Parties for the N64 for an upcoming episode. Of course, of course. Your turn. My turn. Uh, Actually, I haven't been playing that many games, because I've been a little busy moving cross-country, so... I actually have only been playing two video games. Eh, three if you're... All right, I've been playing three (laughs) video games, but it, you know, two of them are the same two that I plug every week on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash buildafajita. I just started streaming again, and I have a regular schedule. I stream on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 4 p.m. Central. On Tuesday, we played Pokemon Black 2 Randomizer Nuzlocke, and on thursday we played a little super mario sunshine and watched the nintendo direct and on saturday we're going to be playing a little more pokemon black but by the time you hear this the next stream will be on tuesday and i don't know what i'm playing then but <laughs> i'll see you there at 4 p.m central on twitch.tv slash build fajita tony your turn what game have you been playing um i played a game called crash nitro fueled racing for the nintendo switch and um how do you like it let me say this <laughs> <laughs> Let me say that for the first time in in my entire life of playing video games, I have never I've never had to read and then agree to two separate terms and conditions that were each 42 pages long and also like unable to be quickly scrolled through you had to go through every single page one by one of 42 pages two times and agree to them and agree to them before you play the game i hate all of that awful 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 zero out of ten and then if you if i'm doing that i've played some damn good games in my life and i've never had to even keep the receipt when i buy the game i've had to do literally nothing after the game is bought and i've enjoyed them immensely if i'm signing 84 pages of documents and in in pressing buttons literally using my hands to press buttons to skip through these things and go through them this better be the best game i've ever played and it wasn't even that good (laughs) yeah oh so you didn't you didn't really care that much for uh crash racing no, anyone that says that it's even, it's not even in the same arena. It's not even in the same world as Mario Kart. It's a fun game. It, it You don't rely so much on, like, the drifting is more about timing-based. They're very, like, quick drifts. But the way the game feels without drifting, just the way it runs, it's, it's fun. It, it has a nice feel to it, and... Uh, uh, maybe if I gave it more of a chance and played it more, maybe it would grow on me. You basically, it's just a remake, I think, or or, or something. I'm not really sure what it is. It's a port, f- yeah. 
it's a port, right? Yeah, so you're like, it seems like a good game for its time. You get thrown into this little overworld and you have some, you know, stupid stuff you don't feel like doing. You just want to race and then you race and you go to the next part and this, this, and that. And there's some characters and whatnot. But it, it, it all comes down to racing and the racing itself is just like, it's n- n- fine. It's very okay. It, it feels good. It handles good. But the drifting is not really my cup of tea. And the computers are just like very hard for no reason. And I really find little ways to to completely surpass them. It feels like no matter what you do, you might just get passed out for no reason. And maybe I'm just bad at the game. I'm just making excuses. But I really just did not have a lot of fun with this at all. And I had high hopes for it. And from the second you turn it on, you're just like, this is trash that I have to read all this right now. Like, what are games turning into? What is this? Oh, better be good. Oh, it's not. That was that was very very much a letdown and i'm sorry that i just babbled about that for so long um, no it's I'm, I'm glad that somebody was able to uh to actually play crash another game i've been playing this week <laughs> is uh hades which is a uh it's a roguelite game uh it's cross-platform you play as the son of hades trying to escape hell in order to find your mother basically and you're fighting through these like different dungeons and it's a randomized dungeon with uh random enemies in it there's a handful of boss fights that are also kind of randomized and it's a it's a pretty cool game it's really fun actually i i got pretty far in the game recently and it it's been a nice little time sink and i highly recommend it to anybody who's looking for a a game that might be out of their comfort zone but still uh really has a really high replayability oh that's cool yeah i've heard good things about that game yeah, it got a lot of uh, it. It got a lot of attention last year. Like a lot of people were like, "This is like the indie game of the year," and I totally see why people would mm. clamor for it because the it, the game aesthetically looks great. The controls are flawless, I would say, wow. and and it's it's a really solid single player experience. Wow, well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. That's always good when you try out a game like that, and it turns out to like be what the hype is about. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else on your uh, gaming agenda lately? Um, the la- well, yeah, a couple more. One of them is uh, FIFA 21 for the Switch. I-, I-, I like soccer a lot, and on a couple different um, <laughs> kicks of uh, wanting to play. One, just a soccer game, then I got sick of it. Then I was like, man, I, I kind of want to play a game of Madden. Too bad I don't have online for any console that supports Madden or the newest Madden. I'll just play <laughs> FIFA again. And uh, I played it a little bit, and it's it's okay. It's pretty annoying. It's not that good. But I will say there is uh, a character in the game you can use um, named Lionel Messi. And if you use him, you are basically god so is is uh, he basically uh michael vick in 2k5 <laughs> you play espn nfl 2k5 i may have dabbled oh we are playing that game when they bring xbox games to the <laughs> switch we virtual switch virtual console <laughs> that's like my favorite football game i think that is yeah my it's that or um bill walsh 95 college football for the sega genesis if that's on there and able to be played online i would friggin cry but 2k5 is actually my i played that on xbox live like with halo 2 those are like the only two games i played i that's my favorite football game bill let's go it's pretty good 
Yeah, and Michael Vick's insane. There. Even though I used Donovan McNabb on the Eagles. That's fair. That's fair. He had, a, he had a pretty good speed, too. And he wasn't a lefty, so I feel like I could roll out to the to the right and to then the just right kind of run. Yeah. And I also, um, the last game has been actually Yoshi's Woolly World. I, uh, oh. Yeah, right, yeah, at a left field. I, I like Yoshi games. I really do. And uh, I played Crafted or not, not Woolly World, Crafted World. I'm sorry, why did I write down Woolly World? Crafted World for the Switch. All right, start that all over again. So I've been playing Yoshi's Crafted World for the Switch. Wow, at a left field, huh? And um, I, I played it when I got it a while after it came out. I was like, oh, I think it's time to have this game and give it an honest try. And uh, it's a game that is good, but then it really relies on the... Col- it doesn't, like, you don't have to collect this stuff, but they really push for it. They're just like, oh, collect oh, this, collect okay. this, collect this. And I'm like, man, you're taking a fun game, like a Donkey Kong-style, like, side-scrolling, kind of, like, like inherently decent game. And then instead of going down the right path with it and just, like, giving it good stuff, you're making it a collect-a-thon, which I'm really not a fan of. And then that was months and months ago. And this week I said... Why did I stop playing that game? I don't need to collect any of that garbage stuff. I'm just going to run through the levels like a speedrunner as fast as I can and skip everything. Right. And Yoshi does that thing where he's just like, huh, huh, and he like <laughs> never just infinitely flies. And I yeah. am just flying through this game now. And you know what? I'm actually enjoying it a lot more not collecting all that stuff. Oh, Good that's, game. I mean... You can really you can really rip through the levels if you're not trying to collect everything. Yeah, and the, yeah, the level designs are good, good characters. I mean, I don't know, I can't see any of it. I'm going so fast, but for the levels where it's like paced out, it's just like <laughs> yeah, it's I like it a lot. It's a it's a well done game if you like those kind of games. Well, good. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I I Thanks. in I think that one or uh, Woolly World is multiplayer, so I uh, I think. I think uh, my girlfriend and I might be playing a little bit of that in the future. It's really fun. And, and there's a little bit of skill, too, if you want to do collect this stuff. There's, like, little, like, in-game challenges, like, in-level huh. challenges, rather, yeah, where it's, like, time-based. Oh, and, yeah, and if you can't react quick enough, you kind of have to start the level over if you want to collect everything 100%. So there's a, yeah. a huge margin of, of skill you know if you want to be right. a two-year-old or if you want to really is that the one where you can, game is that the one where you could play the levels backwards oh, i don't know about that i haven't done that yet okay is there uh anything else that you wanted to to add on for today's episode no i've done a lot of a lot of talking today thank you for letting me talk so much thank you for a great episode my almost friend. almost like that's like what we need to do on this show is to to talk huh I'll keep that in mind. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We really appreciate all of the people who are just, who are listening across either Apple iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your, wherever you get your listens in. Uh, If you are on Apple, we do request that you please hit us with that five-star review. It really helps with visibility on the show. Um, And, you know, we're so happy to be back recording for you guys. And we can't wait to, to get back into talking about specific games next week and let us know if you're on uh, youtube or twitter you can you can follow us at games of our pod and you can let us know what your favorite announcements from the direct were what your thoughts on some of the things that we talked about today were tony any any parting words for the folks 
just thanks so much as always for you know taking time out of your guys days and lives to you know hear our thoughts and, and spend it with us and it means a lot to us and yeah we appreciate it very much thank you and hope you enjoy it that's why we do it because we like talking about it and living it and uh if we could give some happiness to anyone else that's amazing so yeah thank you all right thanks for listening guys we'll talk to you next week bye